0: Hi all, TK here, and you're listening to the podcast RVE for the HSP, RV Empath, me for the HSP, you. Welcome. It is Monday, August 10th, and I'm actually feeling relatively good. I had a breakthrough this past weekend, and you all may have had a similar thing, or you're in it now, or it's soon to come. Because there are some very healing aspects, uh, astrological aspects that are available to us. And that's why I bring them to you (laughs) and talk about them, so that we can make the best use of them and um, heal ourselves from all of our inner muck and yuck. Yes, yes. Also, this past weekend, I'm surprised I didn't mention there was this thing called like the Lion's Gate. It's 8-8 August 8th every year. I am not overly familiar with it at all, but I did want to mention it to you all. Um, It kind of coincided with the healing aspects that were happening this weekend. Um, the uh, something was trying chiron retrograde (laughs) and venus has moved into cancer so there's a lot there which i will unpack more in the astrological portion of the podcast coming up in a few minutes um at any rate if you were aware of this um yearly phenomenon happening or not there was very likely Um, some situation that may have come about to help you move yourself forward or heal something in some way. So I certainly, certainly wish that for you. And remember, it's not too late. I mean, if you if you feel like you missed an opportunity for healing, you can turn it around and like go back and write what you feel is wrong in your life. And that's a beautiful thing. Maybe that's your lesson to know that you can change things. So, what else did I want to talk about today? <coughs> I'm feeling a little congested, uh, clearly. <laughs> so, there's that. I'm probably going to make the podcast relatively short today. Har, har, har. Um, the joke is... I usually say that, and the podcast tends to run 30, 40 minutes. Anyway, (laughs) but I will do what I can do to keep it short. Um, So you all keep with it with whatever tools you're learning and using to remain and be calm and balanced. And no one's perfect. Uh, that's not what I'm trying to say. I'm also not saying that we should walk around like a monk and do like a walking meditation the whole time. Although I do think that's possible. I mean, there are people who can do that, and it's not a bad gig. I got to tell you. I mean, if you if you're uh, some uh, mad guru who can like walk around in a state of constant meditation, good for you. <laughs> But um, by and large, that uh, only a few can sort of reach that consciousness, that state of enlightenment. So the rest of us, we do what we can. And trying is a good thing. I think trying, every time you try, it moves you closer to transformation, to transforming what's necessary inside so that you no longer have to try. You just are it just is. But trying is an important part of that. So we must try to balance our energy and our emotions out every day, and our mind, because of this very overstimulating and overstimulated world, we are living in and through this time period, we're living through right now. So There you go. Keep on keeping on, peeps. And with that, I will move to the astrology portion of the podcast. I did want to mention real quick, I am starting to do blog posts on my website that you can reach through rvempath.com. And I want to do them fairly often, if not daily. Maybe I'll have them accompany the podcasts, do a little you know, blog posts, too. So if you like these podcasts, you will likely enjoy my little blog posts. So check them out, if you will. Alrighty. Today, (coughs) excuse me. There is a square going on with Mercury and Uranus. Now, Let me just say squares generally are some sort of stressful energies that would, they're um, pressuring you to take an action of some kind, An action will relieve the stress of the square. Now, Mercury is in Leo, which is very gregarious and social and um, party hardy, (laughs) more of a lighter energy. And Uranus is in Taurus, which has to do with our finances and our natural talents, as well as our learned skills and our values and morals and self-worth and beautiful things. So what can you do to learn? Because Mercury is all about our minds and how we communicate. So what can you learn or what can you say or communicate somehow? having to do with um, an epiphany or sudden change Um, some innovative thought having to do with your finances and self worth and skills and so on Mm? Mm. so do something make some work towards something today and that will help yesterday Mercury was trying Chiron retrograde (coughs) and Mercury's in Leo. Again. So, I mean, this epiphany, this thing related to Uranus today might have to do with the healing that you had yesterday. Because Chiron Retrograde is about healing our inner anger and pain and wounds and rage. (laughs) I always laugh when I say that. I have to. It's such a serious... I mean, rage is huge. So, when I just you know, listed off like that, it just oh, it always cracks me up anyway. So, um, and Venus is went into cancer on the seventh. So that's just a few days ago. So, yeah, look for ways, you know, and healing, it doesn't have to be, you know, that big, it can be l- little things and working on your own self worth. You know, it doesn't have to be what I'm trying to say, is don't let it intimidate you. It doesn't have to be this big breakthrough, although it could. But just little things that we can do to help support our self love, our sense of security, our inner worlds, forgiving the past. That's all big stuff. So let me look over um, the week. And remember, a lot of this might have to do with closing out karmic, a lot of pain that you might be going through is pain that you're born with, or that you learned uh, as an infant that you took on at a very, very early age. So early, we don't even remember it. It's such a trip. But start researching that look into how you can heal that. How can I heal pain if I don't even know it exists? (laughs) It's called the subconscious there's a lot there's tons of information out there peeps and again do the meditation do work with like meditative um, sound frequencies it's uh, there's a lot there to be discovered so that's that's exciting and good to know all right over the week we have a couple quintiles happening in a couple of days and that usually points to some sort of Place of inner genius within—that's always fun <laughs> to discover—and it has to do with Saturn retrograde and Pluto retrograde. So Saturn's our work ethic and who we are in the world, our relationship to authority, large and small, and um, our long t- long-term goals. And um, oh, I—I I missaw that. So it's not Pluto retrograde that Saturn is quintile two. its Chiron retrograde again, <laughs> which is very, very interesting because Chiron retrograde is very similar to Pluto retrograde because Pluto has to do with our muck and yuck and power and control issues and manipulation issues and um, our intimacy and our shadow sides. And it's about life cycles of things, death and rebirth and, and sort of like, you know, the phoenix rising from the ashes, which is very much kind of Chiron, healing our wounds, you know, transformation. Um, but what I was seeing was the Pluto retrograde is square Mars, which is a big aspect, and that's happening in a few days. So this week... <laughs> The the waves just keep on coming. (laughs) The hits just keep on coming, folks. So let's put on our dance shoes and do our best uh, (laughs) cha-cha. Do our best, uh I don't know. (laughs) I'm trying to come up with something smart and witty, obviously, but I'm struggling a little bit. I'm trying to think of words for dance moves. Just you know, l- learn learn to dance <laughs> through it all, right? There's that expression. Something about like dancing in the rain, when you learn to dance in the rain. I'll look it up. Do, do, do. Hmm. Life is not about waiting for the storm to pass. It's about learning to dance in the rain. Woo. That's nice. Okay. So more to come in the days to come on this stuff. So I will move to the guidance cards now. It's Osho Zen Tarot that I use, and I'm now going to ground the cards and. Shuffle them in energy for the highest good of all most benevolent outcome for all. I'm going to breathe as I do it, and I encourage you to do conscious breathing along with me, because conscious breathing, it's a seriously great thing for us to it helps to calm the mind. And I read somewhere, I saw some kind of article headline saying that they're now doing studies that show conscious breathing really helps affect um, people and po- students in positive ways like students who are studying. Whatever. It's not as if I don't know already. (laughs) I mean, this stuff is like old news. (laughs) Studies are showing. Conscious breathing is good for you. Duh. Okay, sorry. Let me just settle myself here. I'll be back shortly. Thank you. Okay, um, I did my first shuffle while I was going on about the conscious breathing. That's why you may have only heard two. At any rate, all right, guidance cards for today. Please flip them over entirely. Um, insight into uh, what listeners can focus on today to help with some sort of issue that comes up. And remember, whenever you listen to this podcast, is is fine. This portion certainly is timeless. Um, So you can hop around and listen to different ones that you feel called to hop around in the different podcasts I have (laughs) is what I what I mean. All right. Nothing's coming out yet. Patience. Patience is a big one. You know, I used to when I was younger, I thought I was very, very patient. And perhaps I was for a while, or at least a little bit. But then in my 20s, I started to realize I wasn't patient at all, (laughs) at all. Being patient is a skill. And in today's really fast culture and society, with the instant um, gratification, it's even harder. So it's so important that we learn to cultivate that. And that's patience is letting things grow at their own pace. And that means yourself too. But it's like planting the seed and, and it growing into a flower or a vegetable it takes time. It doesn't happen overnight. Ooh, oh my gosh, and the card that flipped over is titled flowering. It's the Queen of Pentacles. And she always reminds me of the Empress. Every time I see her, in the Osho Zen tarot. She reminds me of the Empress. She's got a very similar energy. And yes, this is about stepping into our blooms. There's a a full moon behind her. There's moon imagery, um, as well as it could just be like a white orb of energy as well. But there's space behind that. And there's flowers and colors and water and um, uh, nature. She's sitting on a lotus bloom. Gorgeous card. Gorgeous. So, um, that's so interesting that popped <laughs> out when I was talking about that. And there's only one other card underneath it, which this ha- is happening more and more with me now. The, the card that flips over when I start a new shuffle is like the second card in the deck. So there's always one directly underneath it that I feel called to look at. Ooh. And this is um, titled Transformation, which is the death card, number 13 in the Major Arcana. So in this card, it features a meditative face, and then it features um, like a symbol. I think it's like in, um, it's a symbol of a figure with holding a lot of different symbols, (laughs) Um, chains, a lotus bloom, the yin yang symbol, a snake symbol, meaning transformation, a sword, and there's a phoenix rising from the head, phoenix rising from the flames. And I was talking about the phoenix. I was talking about transformation. This is Scorpio. So, um, we are absolutely, these two cards together are stunning. Um. Because things are are transforming our lives and ourselves, first and foremost, and then our lives, and then we are stepping into a true bloom. Uh, It's a beautiful thing, and the Queen of Pentacles, Pentacles has to do with house and home and health and money. And um, I'm going to see what else there is that wants to come out, and then perhaps I'll go back to these cards. So anything else for readers? today, please flip the cards entirely. (coughs) Thank you for those cards. Mm. Ooh. Wow. Okay. The card titled Courage flipped out, which is number eight, which is the strength card in the Rider-Waite. Rider-Waite Smith deck. I think Smith. At any rate, <laughs> people shorthand it; they just say right or wait. But there is another author, <laughs> or you know, maker of that deck. At any rate, <laughs> I'm going off track. This is beautiful reading. Um, two out of three cards are major arcana. Uh, so this card shows the flowers growing through the the concrete or the stone, and it's got a beautiful aura of um, healing light coming from it. But yeah, inner strength and courage. And the strength card features the woman with the lion. I remember the Gate portal. It's very healing. I don't know much about it, but I do know that there is opportunity for healing to take place. Um, and we are in the season of Leo. So, um, and I think today, strangely enough, is like, Lion Day or something International Lion Day I don't know but there's a lot of imagery just remember that um, what we are dealing with in our lives we do have the inner strength to deal with it and remember it's so important to connect with God universal energy God being shorthand for good Um, so right now we are heading, we are healing our lives and heading to a place where we encompass Queen of Pentacle energy. And in doing so, we're going through interchange and transformation um, to a point that we might not even be aware of how much we're changing. But st- keep the courage and clue into key into your inner strength because it is there Ooh, and I love the fact that it's the flowers growing through the cement and the concrete here because um the it's like cra- it's like blocks like a stone wall and flowers are coming out through like a crack um but all you need all you need is a crack for the light to get in right but the uh the one card is flowering Right? So we have flowering, transformation, and courage. But it pictures the flowers that have no choice but to grow up toward the sun and bloom. Oh, and now we have Three of Pentacles, Guidance, which is one of my favorite cards because it features an angel on it. And um, it reminds me to be reminded of checking in with God universal energy and um, um, really, you know, being centered in our spirituality, whether you're more specifically religious or generally spiritual. um, You know, love is there to help us and I I believe in angelic loved ones helping us um, from the other side. You know what I mean? I when I was younger, I, I would have never thought that that would come out of my mouth but um, you know life and and uh, different traumas and dramas and living through going through a breast cancer recovery and having a few near-death experiences it changes a person <laughs> I suppose and the other card that flipped out with the three of Pentacles there, guidance is the ten of wands titled suppression now the ten of wands it, it signals definitely being tired and coming through and energetically and physically draining time. Um, But 10s do symbolize endings and getting through it. I am going to look up this card to just see what else I can share. But that's what we're looking. We're looking to get through it. We're, we're aiming toward the Queen of Pentacles. And moving toward that. There's, there's transformation. And it takes courage. And look for guidance. And um, positive healing. And uh, connection in that way. And then we get through it, the 10 of wands, we come out the other side, let's see what else there is. Yeah, it's, it's just being a bit overwhelmed. Of course. Um, It's working hard and cleaning up messiness like our muck and yuck, fighting uphill, pushing against the current, having to work for every gain. Finding that nothing comes easily. Oh, it's hard. It really is. Um, but we can hang on and we rest where we need to rest. That's why it's important to, to have tools to calm our inner thermostats and calm our mind in de-stress. Remember, stress is a health issue. It's our personal responsibility now. To do what we can do to de-stress in healthy ways, and I mean healthy ways, not not drugging out and getting drunk and um, overeating and sex addiction, that kind of stuff. You know, you know what's good for you. You know it. So, any final words for this reading? I'd like to end on something a little more uplifting than Ten of Wands. Ooh. Okay. The um. Um, judgment card flipped over, which is titled beyond illusion. And the judgment card signals a time of it's like a fresh slate. It's also learning, like your vocation, I mean, really feeling called to do something and like you're, you're moving forward in a like, determined way because you have a goal um you know now like who you are and what you want to do and who you want to be in the world and uh, it's a beautiful thing and it's about like karmic cleansing as well let's see what else there is Uh, rebirth interesting that word rebirth because that's all about transformation that's about that scorpio the death card judgment rebirth inner calling absolution Uh, which might be happening now these these over the weekend or these next few days. So look for this. Um, So uh, you could be awakening to possibilities, transforming, making a fresh start, uh, seeing everything in a new light, discovering joy, feeling inner conviction, feeling drawn in a new direction, knowing what you must do, recognizing your true vocation, releasing guilts and sorrows, forgiving yourself and others, atoning for past mistakes, unburdening yourself, feeling sins washed away. The past and its mistakes, it says, are behind you, and you're ready to begin anew. Beautiful. If you, you may even feel a calling, a personal conviction of what you are meant to do. If you are in a low period in need of hope and absolution, judgment can show you that renewal is at hand. Beautiful. And whatever it is you're going through, peeps, if you need to seek out like more knowledgeable healers and teachers and mentors, do so. Um, you will be met when you take authentic action and you ground it all in intention for highest good for yourself and all. Okay? most benevolent outcome for yourself and all. Beautiful. This was a beautiful reading. Um, Let me just finish out the shuffle. All right, and bottom of the deck is the Hermit uh, in the Rider Waite Smith deck. And it's titled aloneness. And this is about going within for answers connecting with your spirituality, connecting with your intuition, the light will be shown. There's a light that's going to light the path. Um, Look for it and strengthen your light within. (laughs) Turn turn the lamp up a little bit for your inner flame work on that and continuing to heal and open your heart chakra. (laughs) Alright, there's a lot. There's a lot for us, huh? A lot of homework. Okay. With that, I'm going to sign off. And as I always say, you know, look up Astrology Bear and Affirmation Bear on Alexa through Amazon if you feel so called. I have a couple of books that I recently made available for download on the front page of my website, which you can access through rvempath.com, having to do with self-love and bringing in your true love twin flame. And I will talk more about those in the near future as well. Thanks so much for all that you are and do. Stay tuned for more. And as always, I send you love and peace and wish you to be safe and well. Thanks so much.